Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, thinking, you know, thinking going through your head that's keeping you awake, uh, feelings, uh, emotional uh, or physical, uh, to-do lists, uh, stuff that your brain says you didn't do, travel, noise, whatever's keeping you awake. I'd like to take your mind off that. I'm going to create a safe place, as I said. And the way I'm going to attempt to accomplish that is by uh, sending my voice across the deep, dark night using these uh, lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, wings of pointlessness uh, or paintlessness, uh, paint, I guess, paintless wings, uh, and uh, like uh, meanderwear. I, I wear a special kind of undergarment called meanderwear, which enables extra meanders. And, you know, clothing has its own meanders anyway. It's not like, uh, otherwise you just wear like, a, like, a, I guess a poncho. What's the least clothing that has the least, uh, here's a question. And, and I guess it, maybe I've asked this before. What's a pleat? P-L-E-A-T, I believe it is. I remember when I would buy pants for school or on the rare occasion I had neat pants to wear to some event, uh, I would go to a store, and for men's slacks, there would be a choice between pleated and non-pleated. And I always found that incredibly confusing. And even to this day, I do. I would be like, well, what is it like? And I think for a while, I bought pleated. And then at some point, I went pleat-free. Because I think it was just like, it seemed like like in the middle of, like uh, right where your hips are, there was just like a folded-over stitch or something also, I don't fold, like, if I iron my pants, I'm not ironing them down the middle. I don't know if it was to assist in that, uh, like, if you ironed your pants that way. I prefer my pants ironed uh, along the side seams. Uh, like, uh, I get enough, you know, my pants are going to get wrinkled anyway, so I don't need a natural wrinkle down the middle. Oh, going off topic, that's another way I create a safe place. But main thing is... Uh, the way the podcast works, if you're new, it's meant to take your mind off stuff. The idea is you can't think about two things at once. So if you listen to me, instead of thinking about or processing whatever's been keeping you awake, I'll try to create a, like, be just interesting enough to take your mind off of that and just soothing enough uh, to make you feel comfortable, to make you feel at home, to make you feel welcome to make you feel like a, a human being that deserves a good night's sleep. That's important. You're important. You're important enough not to have to listen to me for very long. Uh, so you know, this is a podcast you don't really need to listen to. And it, it's to help you fall asleep. Uh, but it's kind of a paradox, too. Like, you deserve a good night's sleep. I'll be here to talk and distract you and take your mind off stuff and accompany you, just like we were walking side by side. Until you drift off into dreamland, however long that takes. That's why these shows are an hour. They're also a complete episode. I mean, sometimes the shows are two parts. Tonight we're talking about Star Trek. Uh, because I also make the show for the people that can't fall asleep. That's where I was when I got the idea for this podcast. Uh, 
like lying in bed, just feeling alone and, and wanting a little, uh, something to, to, to feel like, uh, I don't know, to, to change that feeling, to, to take me away. So for the people that, that can't sleep, I'll be here the whole time. But that's also, I'll be here the whole time to give you, that gives you permission to, to not listen or to stop listening. I think that's a paradox. And if you're new here to the structure of the show, here's how it works. The top of the show is about five or six minutes, the very beginning. That's the business portion of the show. If you're new, not that essential. If you listen regularly, that's the most essential part of the show. And, you know, ideally, you, you maybe you listen to that tomorrow again or something. So, you know, how to support the show. That way we keep it going. Uh, then we have an intro, which we're halfway through maybe. Usually the intros are about 12 to 14 minutes, kind of me demonstrating, you know, that uh, to give you permission not to listen and, I don't know, set the mood, I guess. I really uh, work hard to make you feel welcome and at ease. And I'll probably give you a pretty good idea if the show's going to work for you, like uh, the second or third time. Most reviews say it takes two or three times, but this gives you an idea that the show's like lighthearted, a little bit silly, not very straightforward. I've got creaky dulcet tones. I don't make a lot of sense, and I'm a bit goofy. Uh, then tonight we'll talk about a great episode of uh, Star Trek Elementary, My Dear Data. And we'll talk about that for 45, 50 minutes or something. Then we'll have intros or uh, thank yous at the bottom of the show, at the end of the show. So that's kind of how it works. Like, pleats or no pleats. You you know, like, this is the only podcast that, that uh, it has optional pleats. Like, otherwise you got to buy your pants and you're stuck with the pleats. This one... And I mean that because you can listen all the way to the end. I'll be here. Or you could fall asleep during the intro. I'll be here to help you fall asleep. Uh, but it's a sleep podcast, but there's no shoulds. It's not like this is a like a, a structured, rigorous thing where it should work for you by then or you should use it this way. You know, kind of like uh, I guess that's how pleats work. I guess Johnny, the, Johnny Pleats or whoever invented the pleat is probably – you know, up there at the big farm saying, I can't believe he doesn't know how to use the pleats. Uh, and they said, well, if you made them optional, like, uh, you know, whatever, like button, but, you know, button pleats or something. Anyway, let's get off of pleats. So tonight we're talking about elementary deer data. And, and a couple of things I wanted to talk about in the intro, uh, Dr. Pulaski, Data, and Jordy are having this interesting conversation and Data said something that plagues me at bedtime. He says to uh, Dr. Pulaski, are you able to cease thinking on command? Uh, and, uh, like, cause it's applicable to their context. But I said, well, no, I'm not, I'm not Data. I mean, I do talk to Data and the other characters a lot. And I said, that's, that's why I make my podcast, because that's one of the reasons I can't sleep, is because I can't just say, stop thinking. I mean, that's what my parents would say when I was a kid, and I could, well, why don't you stop thinking about school? They'd say, well, I can't. I can't stop thinking about school. That's why I can't sleep. Well, you, you could sleep if you stopped thinking. And I'd say, well, I can't do that. And so that's kind of where the podcast comes in, to take your mind off of stuff. In this episode, Dr. Pulaski said, in medicine, I'm almost uh, often faced with puzzles I do not know the answer to. And I think at bedtime, that, that could be tricky. Like, like this podcast, it's a puzzle you don't need to know the answer to. But a lot of times, that's what drives my thinking. It's like trying to figure out the answers to all my puzzles and get certainty. 
but Pulaski also had this great little thing, uh, the dark flex, flex, F-L-E-C-K-S, that drive us. The dark flex that drive us. Flex is a great word, F-L-E-C-K-S. Uh, and they could be, you know, different than thoughts. But I, I, I don't know. I enjoyed those things about uh, that conversation. And I feel like, you know, I guess like my thoughts are fleck-like in this podcast. They're fragmented. Uh, they come in waves. Uh, they're a little bit, a bit tough to put together, and, you know, because like flex, you can't use paint flex to paint, you know, though there's probably a way to create art out of them. I'm sure people are doing that somewhere. And it's tough to puzzle a solution from your fragmented plex. plex. Now, the plex flex. Also, if you if you're in any rhyming things, remember flex f l e c k s can rhyme with x words. So that's good to know. You know, I'm no rhyming dictionary, but I you know I do uh, I do notice obvious rhymes when they're out there. But I think that's it. If you're new here, give the podcast a few tries. Like, uh, I hope this show helps you fall asleep because uh, I make it because I know what it's like lying there uh, struggling to get to sleep. And I also know the other thing, like uh, my sleep's been on and off lately. And I also know that other feeling when you wake up with a good night's sleep uh, and you slept through the night. Or, or at least you, you, you got to sleep and, uh, it, how good that can feel, uh, how, how much relief it can give you. And I truly believe all of you deserve that. And, uh, it's one of the things that drives me to keep making this show three times a week and to keep going, uh, to be here, to try to help. Uh, so I'm glad you're here. If, if this is your first couple of tries, you know, give it a few shots and see how it goes. It doesn't have to work for you doesn't work for everybody, but I hope it does. And I say this almost every episode. I'm glad you're here. And I work hard. I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep. Uh, well, this is time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is attempt to, to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts uh, running through your brain or, you know, whatever the thoughts do, the, the, your thinking stuff, uh, feeling stuff, emotions, uh, physical sensations, he, any, any of your senses. I don't know if we, we have five or six senses. I'm not sure. And uh, here, here's a cool, well, we'll get back to this. Is extra like is ESP based on another sense, or is it just you're really good at all your senses, or is that like a debatable thing? Maybe we'll talk about that for this intro. Uh, but so this, if you're new here, welcome. So this is a podcast to put you sleep. I'm going to try to create a safe place to distract you from whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, and the way I'm going to attempt to do this, I'm going to go, send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. They can be an acquired taste, uh, so and it is a taste you may acquire. So don't worry, give it, give it a little time if you're new here. There's no pressure. This is this is a pressure-free podcast, and let me tell you what I mean. If you're just stopping by, no pressure to listen to me. You you don't got to pay attention. There's no quizzes, no scheduled quizzes, no pop quizzes. 
And you know, you know, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, nonsense in this podcast. So how could I quiz you? It wouldn't be fair. And you say, well, if we had an open book, you, my handwriting's illegible. So if we had an open book test, you'd say, I can't read your writing, Scoot. So see, I can't give you a quiz. And, and plus, it's to help you fall asleep. So no pressure to listen. But this is the other thing that that's quite a little bit out of place. This is a podcast that puts you sleep. You're under no pressure to fall asleep. This isn't a sleep cure, not a sleep solution. I, I don't believe it's a sleep band-aid either. What it is is sleep offering. It's something out there you can listen to uh, to take your mind off of stuff while you fall asleep. Uh, and and if, if you've been, if, you, if you're like me, you're a lot of listeners. Uh, you've tried a lot of stuff and. Maybe you've had varying levels of success with those things. Well, this is like a bedtime story. Like if you called your friend on the phone or you had your friend over or your roommate or your partner or your be- be- how do you say that? Beau, B-A-E-U, you know, or your bae. Is a bay a formal relationship? I know that's like a few years old, but or is that like a bow? Are a bow and a bay interchangeable? Or is that like a more serious thing? You say, well, you're my bae. And they say, no, 2012 calling. But it just like a, but, but whatever it is, like I'm just your, your boar friend. Actually, I have your boar bae. <laughs> that never came up before, but I think that's what I am, your boar bae. If I'm using bae correctly, it could be your boar bow. It could be your boar bow. Uh, your bow call, gentleman caller. That's too many. That's too much. Uh, but yeah, like, and what I mean by that is, I'm here to talk, uh, to to try to barely amuse you, uh, barely engage you, just enough to take your mind off. Like I said, whatever's keeping you up, or uh, provide you with some company, some companionship, uh, so you can take a few breaths, you can sink deeper into your bed. You can say, "Hey, this kind of silly thing is here to here here for me." And maybe to d- deflate some of the seriousness around bedtime. You know, that's what the goofy part of the podcast is, o- other than me just being myself. Uh, so no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour. Structure of the show, just in case you're new or you've been around. Five, the first five or six minutes of the show are, are the business section. Obviously, we got to have that up front. If you're new, you, you could kind of, you probably were like, what is this? Uh, but if, you know, if you listen regularly, it's pretty critical you listen to that part either tomorrow or you pay attention. That's what keeps the show going and keeps our archives free. But if you're new, don't worry about it. Uh, then we have an intro, which we're into now. And it, those intros tend to be like, uh, like around 12 to 14 to 18. Like they're, they're, it's a show within a show. There's some discussion on the Facebook group when I'm recording this around the intros. And I, I mean, I think it's just a mood setter. It, it, like, uh, I think a big part of this podcast is when I say a safe place, I mean it. I'm trying to craft out a, it's not an audio environment, but, but to create a sense of safe place. And I think this intro, you know, some people start listening to it while they're brushing their teeth, while they're winding down. Uh, but the whole idea is to kind of set, set, say, okay, like not set your expectations because you, you, there's not much to expect here. Expect you don't need to listen and expect you're under no pressure to fall asleep. And expect like halfway through the intro, right around six minutes, I'm going to go off because remember I was talking about ESP. 
in the senses. I mean, this podcast is full of senselessness. But what, so the five senses. Give me a second, because touch, sight, sound, taste. It feels the same. I only have four smell, touch, sight, sound, smell, and taste. Are those the five senses? So then you have uh, ESP, they call it, extrasensory perception. Does that mean you have an extra sense, which is, or is it just uh, like you got extra, like you got a, like a, you're like really extrasensory, or I guess it's perception beyond the senses. Oh boy. Whoever came up with that must have anticipated people like me trying to figure out what it meant. So it means perception beyond the senses. Man, I get, and I, and you know, I did take four semesters of Latin, isorum is, you know, that's what my professor would say. Poor, poor professor, poor Latin professors. Uh, you know, so I guess I, I thought that would take up the rest of the intro, trying to figure out if ESP was referring to having an extra sense, but I guess it's extrasensory perception. But what's perceiving then? I don't want to get into any existential questions, but how do we perceive if if it's not a sense? What's what's the you know? So I don't want to uh, call uh, Garbanzo on this one, but uh, also anybody with ESP probably knows that this may be the first time that word was used in this context. But that's fitting. I don't want to call Garbanzo on it, but you could start using that tomorrow if you want, or yesterday if you have ESP. But if you don't have a sense, how how do we perceive things, uh, right? Like, uh, it, 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 hmm, it, it, I think I'm on to something. So, you're if, like, because uh, it would be, so there's probably, and there is a sixth sense. They say that, I've heard that term used in movies and uh, other discussions, the sixth sense. So then it would be perception, like extrasensory Extra sense, sensory ESSP. It should be extra, an extra sense, A A E S E S P. But then you probably wouldn't need the second. An extra sense, uh, perceiving via an extra sense, PV, perceiving via. Do we need an A for the AN or can we just skip that? PV, PVS, uh, per, perceive, perception via. Oh, E E V S P P V E V S or something. No wonder the like uh, instead of the X files, it'd be the question mark files. The sco- scooter, the question mark files. Perception via an extra sense is. I mean, I don't like. I, again, I'm not a. I'm not a, a, like. A, I'm into alliteration, but uh, is it, do I have a point or am I off point here? And what, here's a question that raised some controversy. You think our lymph systems involved in this sixth sense? Uh, you know, if you listen to podcasts for a long time, you know I, I love any systems in the body that start with limbic system, your lymph system. Uh, but like, is that still a thing that we don't know what lymph? I've heard that people tell me that we know what lymph does and stuff. But, uh, you know, I still don't, uh, I'm still not positive on that. I, I still have to read the data on that. Uh, but that could be involved in, in, in my imagination, at least. Uh, I think also the mitochondria probably have to do with the, the sixth and seventh senses. And I'll tell you what sense I'm always looking forward to, to is the sense of delight. That is what I'm striving for. And I know I realize I took a bend and now I'm trying to drive the car back onto the main road. 
But, uh, so, like, uh, yeah, that's, uh, like, uh, like, what was I talking about? Well, yeah, well, I guess that's what I strive with the show. And, and strive means, uh, shooting for the stars. Like, like a, a pinnacle I don't always reach. But, but my dream would be, at least occasionally, to make bedtime feel delightful for you. Whether you listen regularly or you're a new listener, or you're like, yeah, I already loathe this guy. This guy, and I say, well, okay, I, I can respect that. Uh, believe me, my hobby's self-loathing's at the top of the list, so d- don't worry about it. But, but 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 I really work hard and shoot for that. Is a sense of delight, and when I like, uh, and the reason why is, I think these podcasts we go back to whether they're whoever they make them, whether it's a feral podcast or Radiotopia podcast, a Night Vale podcast, independent podcast, a Max Fun, Earwolf, whatever network you prefer, your public radio or TV or movies. Uh, and I think of a show that that doesn't doesn't get made anymore, mystery show, and I'll point it out because it's not getting made anymore. That means it makes it easier on me. Is there's just a level of delight that was brought to me by stuff that I like sometimes, but I think it's like one of those things you can't quite put into words. Or Doughboys, it's a podcast. When I listen to it, I find I, 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 maybe not every time, but most of the time I feel delighted. So uh, I don't think I get there too often, but that's where I'm trying to go. Because then you can say, "Whew." Oh, maybe you don't know. If you, boy, I guess with this package, you said, I don't know if I felt delight. Uh, and I'd say, well, groove is in the heart, if you don't mind me punning up some music. And you say, but, uh, oh, boy, I'm totally, and I said, oh, boy, a bunch in, in here. But I think you know what I mean. And I think that, like, uh, I don't know, that's what I want for you, because I know how hard it is to fall asleep sometimes. I know what it's like tossing and turning. And I kind of want to shoot for the opposite of that because uh, you deserve it. You, you, you know, being a human being is not easy work and it's, you know, fraught with stuff. I think that's what, I don't know if Immanuel Kant said that or who, but they said being a human being is fraught with stuff. Maybe they said fraught. I think that sounds more like Walt Whitman, frothy with stuff. Oh, no, that's what he, that's like the one time I was with a Walt Whitman character actor and they, they said, uh, I would say, well, let me buy you a coffee. And they said, they said, I'm not ordering a coffee frothy with stuff and flecks of humanity. I said, no, I'm not doing that. Uh, so anyway, enough philosophy. Uh, as they say, everybody gets, if you're new here, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. I mean, holy macaroni. I've got, you know, garbanzo, you know, I'm pulling a garbanzo here. I'm a gonzo for a garbanzo. And that doesn't even mean anything. But what means a lot to me is, is, is trying to help out who I can. And here's what I say every intro, because I mean it, except for the times I forget to say it, but I still mean it even when I forget it. I'm glad you're here. I really work hard. I yearn. I strive. And I hope I can help you fall asleep. Thank you so much for coming by. All right. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, 
Turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, things that you're thinking about, uh, so thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, like either emotions that, that you, you know that are traveling through you or uh, physical sensations, noises, changes in routine, travel, uh, stormy weather, you know, that could be something like uh, in the summer season. Whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off that. The, the, the safe place I'm going to try to create, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use the lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. To, to, like, I won't be tuning up. Uh, I don't know, I guess like I'm slightly out of tune. But, but, like, it, it's been that way. I guess because I'm not a musician, like it, like I'm, I'm both undertuned. Can you? Is it called overtuning and undertuning? This isn't j- a joke either. Like when you say, but you pluck the string and then you move, you know, whatever you do, bing, 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 and then you move it, boom, boom, boom. I mean, I know some people do that by ear, and some people use a device. I mean, I would say I'm out of tune, but then I would never know. Like I could be sitting there all day, like like be like, okay, now I'm overtuned. Now you're under too too taut, not taut enough. Uh, T a u, that's a podcasty word. Taut. Uh, also, I guess that's a good end. It, like if I wanted to talk, like one of my aunt, my aunt from taut. I thought I taught you uh, how to tune this thing. I didn't realize that's a good end word for that particular uh, voice. Uh, Anyway, so if you're new here, I've got a bunch of different techniques. Not, like They're all so ineffective uh, that the, the, I'm effective in my ineffectiveness. Uh, and I'm affectionately ineffective. That's, just, that's the key to the podcast, to be honest. I try to bring some affection, some plutonic safe affection with plenty of boundary space. Uh, because I've been there, sleepless. Uh, so I know what it's like tossing and turning. In this podcast, it doesn't work for everybody. It's a little bit different, a little bit silly. Try to make bedtime a little bit less stressful and fun. And also take the take the load off. If you can't sleep, I'll be here the whole time. And my affection springs from that, to be like, geez, I know what it's like lying there. And if I could relieve that at all, it's you totally may honor, because I've been there uh, as a kid and as an adult. Uh so if you're new, I guess that's it. Affectionate ineffection. The Sleep With Me podcast. Uh, it, that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Ineffective. Affectionately ineffective. Uh, and ineffective. Whatever. And I'm not even sure what invectives are, but I might have a few of those as well. But if you're new here, let me set the structure up for you. So the show opens with about five or six minutes of business because we do that mostly at the top of the show and the credits, and that's how we keep the show free and the archives free. So essential part of listening, if you listen to more than one episode, if you're new, you know, not as important. Then we're like a few minutes into an intro, which usually the intro is around 12 minutes uh, to demonstrate my affectionate infectiveness, or, you know, maybe hopefully it is a little bit infective, uh, you know, not like in in the thought way. You say, okay, I can relax here. Scoots is trying to carry me off into dream. Well, I'm, I'm not actually carrying you off, uh, like physically. Like I'm more escorting you. 
and you can drift off across the threshold from wake to sleep whenever you're ready or whenever you, you it just happens to happen. So the intro is kind of like a, like a lot of people. Some people use it while they're getting ready for bed. Some people fall asleep during it. Some people skip it. Uh, and so people listen to it during the day or some people use it when they wake up in the middle of the night. So there's really no prescribed way to listen to this podcast. I mean, it's like, uh, so like, there's not a lot of shoulds around here. It's a podcast that you don't need to listen to. You only got to kind of listen. It's a podcast where I'm doing my best, but my, you know, my best is affectionately ineffective, uh, and you don't need to listen to it, but you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. That's why the shows are an hour, because I'm here to keep you company. I'm here to be your companion, your friend in the deep, dark nights. Uh, and tonight we'll be talking about Star Trek The Next Generation, the episode The Tapestry. And there's a great good quote in that episode uh, at the very end, actually, because it, it I said, why did they call this The Tapestry? And John Lucas says it at the end. He goes, uh, He's talking about the past, which can come up at bedtime for a lot of us. And he goes, geez, there's parts of my youth I'm not proud of. Uh, loose threads, untidy parts of me I would like to remove. Who can't relate to that, right? I don't know if you could hear that. My hands were clasped and my wrist cracked. I was so I was so emphasizing that point. Uh, and I'm still clasping my hands. Uh, I don't know. I'm in a hand-clasping mode. Uh, but when I pulled it back to Jean-Luc, uh, but when I pulled on one of those threads, it unraveled the tapestry of my life. And I'll tell you, for me at bedtime, it does feel like there's a lot of uh, pulling of threads, uh, like uh, like with the different parts. Me, okay, I'm ready to go to bed now. And all these little, like all these little strings, they start pulling themselves. They hey, hey, remember that? Remember this? Why didn't you do this today? You never got that done. You never follow through on that. What about tomorrow? Oh, boy, let's think about that. Don't mess that. You know, all these different, like a litany of string pulling. I like using the word litany every few who, uh, they just like that word. Uh, I don't know why. But uh, anyway, like like where it's it, a lot of things tugging at your, uh, not just your thoughts, but your feelings and somatically for me, like my physical body almost. And that causes the tossing and turning, which causes it like, well, should I try to resolve these problems? Should I just tell my brain to be quiet? Like for me, that that's the rabbit hole I descend down. This podcast offers an alternative. Uh, uh, like, let's take a breath here and picture just a fuzzy, friendly rabbit. Because uh, you could listen to me and follow my rabbit. like Because you hear about these rabbit dens. Uh, and I hear, I hear they have a lot of twists and turns, but they also have nice den-like areas that are nice and warm where all the rabbits can snuggle and rest. And ideally, the story and the intro both do that. Like, uh, So I'll be talking about Star Trek coming up in a few minutes, uh, but I'll go on a twist, I'll go on a tangent, I'll over-explain, I'll slow down, I'll do, do talk about the dialogue. At any point, you might say, well, I'm not going to follow Scoots. Any, you know, I'm going to check out this, uh, look at all those, I wonder if I could put my head on that rabbit's side. Oh, this is nice here. Nice r- rabbit breath. And, uh, ideally, you don't even notice. You're listening to me. You stop thinking or you've been distracted. 
as you think about, like, how about, I wonder if they sell any tapestries of Jean-Luc Picard, because I would like to have one of those on my wall, uh, especially one, or actually on the wall of my castle. That would be cool. If if you had a castle and then you have a tapestry of Jean-Luc Picard, like, that is, uh, I don't know if that's, is that meta or ironic? I don't know, but it would be cool. You'd have it in your, like, the Great Hall. You say, yeah, this is, what's that giant tapestry on? What's Jean-Luc Picard, Enterprise, you know, to, to Star Trek The Next Generation? And yeah, and the halls of heroes, they have other tapestries of, you know, Data, Worf, uh, Roe, Riker, uh, Guinan, you know, all my peeps. Uh, they say, okay, interesting. And I say, yeah, I like a little bit of, like, I like a, like a, like a great, I like to live in a castle, but with tapestries from uh, modern TV shows. Uh, so, yeah, where do you buy your tapestries? Well, I, I, I like uh, tapestries, tapestries, tapestries. That's where I usually shop. Uh, that's where I, you know, that's where I like to do most of my tapestry purchases. Uh, anyway, it was just, it was, anyway, so I guess I got off tangent there, but uh, I was on a tangent. But so if you're new here, that's the structure of the show. We talk about uh, the next generation on Sundays. On Tuesdays, we have uh, like a bedtime story or something like a bedtime story. And then Thursdays, we have like a bedtime story based on that, like on a, uh, that's part of an episodic series. And this podcast is a little bit different than other bedtime stories. Bedtime stories for grownups, uh, just my particular brand of bedtime story, which is like a, like an oddball, meandering if ineffective, uh, it maybe has invectives, but it's infectious, infectiously, hopefully like the, the Borg giggles part are like infectious where you say, wow, like think about it, like, uh, like, uh, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people are listening to this at the same time you are. So you're not alone. And while not everybody that's listening might be dealing with the same thing you are, Almost everyone that listens is struggling somehow with with either getting enough sleep or getting rest or or, or just feeling a sense of safety and quiet. So as 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 alone as it can feel, you know, there's a lot of other people right this moment listening to my voice right now uh, that are that are with you in some way. And uh, so I don't know if that helps. I, I thought that was one of the words that rhymes with infective or vective. Connective. It's connective. Uh, it is. Uh, and most of those people like me can relate to how it feels. Uh, we may not know exactly what it is, uh, but we can relate. And that's why I make this show. Because I tried other stuff for me. Like, you know, all the other sleep stuff. And I said, geez, why isn't there something a little bit like... Uh, a bit, I'm a bit of a goofball. Why is there something like that? And I, I said, why well, I have fun telling stories like that. Let me try it and see if I can put people to sleep. And it took a few hundred episodes, I think, to get it, get, get a good groove on. But we, you know, we worked our way there and some people have been along for the whole ride. And, and if you're new, I'm glad you're here. You know, give the show a few tries. It doesn't work for everybody. Like I said, but most of the people that write reviews say, geez, after the two or second or third time, you know, I, I was able to let down my guard and, uh, you know, it, it started helping me out or, or made me smile. 
or I couldn't fall asleep, but but I, I, I could listen to it, and it kept me company in the deep, dark nights. So whatever it is, like I said, like I say, every almost every intro, I'm glad you're here. I work very hard. I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. So thanks so much for coming by. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to try to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, you know, th- things you're thinking about. Uh, physical feelings or sensations, emotions, you know, changes in routine. Summer can do that to you. Ups and downs, upsy-daisy. What is upsy-daisy? That's when, okay, we'll go, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that. We'll get back to that for this intro, believe me. Might even have to put out, pull out my soapbox for that. I mean, once I figure out what it means, uh. Like, is it, how's it, how did it date you? Sometimes these things boggle me. Oh, you old phrases. You so can, you confuse me even more than normal phrases. Is that, are you upsy daisy? Are you a colloquial, colloquialism? Upsy daisy, how do you feel about me talking to you? Are we talking in the first person or the third person? Anyway, let me get back. Upsy daisy's here live in studio now. Uh, Oh, see, Daisy, excuse me, I got to reset for the new listeners. Well, not even reset, set, set. Excuse me, new listeners, I don't realize I just had a, uh, I don't know if it's a colloquialism or a saying or something trite, whatever. Uh, what's the other one? Is it? Are you an idiom? I, I think Upsie Daisy just called me an idiom, but replaced something with a T. So if you're a new listener, here's a, I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's giving you awake. And the way I'm going to do that is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, you know, slow, over, you know, over exp, explanations, over easy, extra long, over, not over hard, uh, over medium. Hey, Dale, Dale Cooper likes his eggs over hard, I realized. Uh, uh, but anyway, not important. Uh, not important stuff. There'll be a lot of that filler. Actually, there's not a lot of filler, but it's, you know, the podcast is filled to overflowing. Which you, you say, what did you put it like? Just like when a kid or when I was a kid, and I liked filling, I like filling stuff up, like containers uh, with stuff. And then it would be overflowing, usually liquids and solids, sometimes inside. That was about worst ideas. I think I talked about it a while ago. But Upsy Daisy's here. It, like, I just like it. But I'm going to fill this podcast overflowing with stuff. Uh, stuff to the brim. Filled to the brim. I'm the first person to stuff it to the brim and then fill it to the brim. A bolt. Uh, usually people don't stuff it to the brim, but I do. And the whole idea is to send my voice across the deep dark night to keep you company while you fall asleep, to distract you and escort you, walk side by side with you while you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep, hopefully floating into the arms of sweet, sweet Morpheus or Barky, you know, my fa- one of my favorite old gods, old and new. Uh, but if you're new here, here's the structure of the show, just so, just so I could set you up, uh, 
first to five or six minutes of show or business. If you're new, not that important. If you're a regular listener, it's essential, you know, to keeping the show free and the archives free. So make sure you check that out, you know, to, 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 you know to before you fall asleep or tomorrow. Uh, then we have an intro. Intros are about uh, 14 to 12 to 13 to 15 to 11 minutes or so, or somewhere in between there. And uh, then we'll have uh, like I, I don't know this this is a, I'm, I'm, there's some this will be for the Game of Thrones season this intro, but our Game of Thrones episodes are so big that it, like uh, I have to record them in in chunks. Uh, but usually for the Game of Thrones we'll have we'll talk about we'll have an intro first twelve or fifteen minutes we'll talk about the episode. Well, 45 minutes or so. We'll talk about facts that came up in the episode for 10 minutes or so. I'll talk, check in with Tom and Pounce, and then uh, we'll hear from my prayers to old gods in the new. And then we'll do some thank yous. So uh, the Game of Thrones episodes are pretty epic lengthwise, but you don't need to listen. This is a podcast that you could listen to if you need to. You can listen to it right now as it takes your mind off of stuff. But you're under no pressure to listen, uh, but you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. This is a podcast to put you to sleep that, that may put you to sleep. It'll be your companion here in the deep, dark night. If you can't fall asleep, I'll be here the whole time. And uh, that's it. But I'm a little distracted uh, because uh, we have Upsy Daisy in the studio. Now, Upsy Daisy was just in the middle of a podcast intro, and somehow you came up, and I, uh, when I say you... Also, I've never had a phrase in studio before or saying or, you know, a collection of words uh, just sitting sitting on the stool here. Yeah, like, do you mind me saying, uh, since it, since I see, like, uh, like you, you look fabulous. Uh, yes, like, uh, Upsy Daisy, you sound fabulous. But when I picture you in my mind, your meaning, I'm picturing someone tossing a baby up in the air for, for fun and the baby, like, smiling and stuff, uh, and saying "upsy daisy," is that what is that what you? Uh, okay, upsy. I guess phrases can't really speak; they can only. Uh, yeah, so I don't think that's a good idea. I guess that was my whole point. I don't know why I asked. No offense, I don't know why I asked you in the studio. Oh, I do know why. Excuse me. Sorry, I didn't mean to have you stand up, especially for a phrase that's not easy. But I was saying, like, as soon as I thought about that, I thought about that. Um. That thing, I don't know if it's a nursery rhyme, rocking, a rockabye baby on a tree. How'd that baby get in the tree? I've been meaning to ask somebody, do you have any connections to Mother Goose? Was that in a Mother Goose treasury? You don't know. Let me just, in case anyone tuned in like this, I'm here uh, live with uh, Upsy Daisy, a collection of words or letters, depending on your, or two words, Upsy, Upsy, Daisy. Not positive upsy is a word, uh, but it is a lovely collection of letters here. And we're talking about uh, getting to the bottom of this baby uh, that was getting rockabied up in a cradle on the treetop. Uh, do you know who left the cradle in the treetop, Upsy Daisy? You don't have anything to do with that. Well, that's suspicious. Did you change your name from, like, uh, since Upsy, we're pretty sure isn't a word. I'm not even sure. Is it S-I-E-U-U-P-P-S-I-E? Okay, you're not answering these. You're not going to answer all my questions. Uh, 
Maybe I could get this on the daily. I could see if uh, Michael Barbaro will he could get you on what 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 uh, saying it wrong. Okay, well back to you because this is where the pressure's on. So upsy daisy, you don't know about that. Do you know? Do you have any bedtime tips for our listeners that are trying to fall asleep while you're here? Uh, oh, that does help. A comforting fun for a baby with steady motion does help. Okay. Well, let's imagine, Upsy Daisy, do you mind if I put you live to a sleep, uh, a collection of words and letters getting put to sleep live on the air here in studio with Upsy Daisy, pretending we're live on the radio just for just to seem more professional since Upsy Daisy's here. And Upsy Daisy, I don't know if you have eyes, but I want you to close them in the listeners. This is a podcast that puts you to sleep, and it doesn't work for everybody. A little bit strange, a little bit off the beaten path. But I want you to imagine you're a little sailboat, Upsy Daisy. And there's gentle waves, but there's big ones. But you're not doing any crashing, but you go up one wave, Upsy. And you go down. So I don't know why they say Upsy Daisy. Do I have the right phrase? Did I invite you in studio? Uh, like, uh, is it really Upsy Daisy? Like, why is it Daisy? It's just your name. Okay. I don't think it's your name, though. It's actually like you have a meaning. Maybe. Or maybe, I, maybe I'm the mixed up one. Well, I definitely am the mixed up one. You're right, Upsy Daisy. But I think that would be good. You're up on the wave. You're Upsy. You're going down. You're Daisy. Yeah, that's very sleepy. Day Upsy, up the wave. And down, Daisy. Hey, everybody, so I have Upsy Daisies asleep in the studio here. So if you're new to the podcast, this is a little bit strange. Uh, I'm, I'm also petting a set of words. I feel like I'm on Sesame Street now, you know, when you're in front of the rock wall and the words come by sometimes, uh, or at least the Sesame Street in my brain, which is uh, probably Sesame Street Junior. They didn't have that, but they, like if I, like they would have it for me. But if this is a podcast to put you sleep, a podcast to put you at ease, just like up see Daisy. Sorry, I moved in my seat. I was afraid I woke up see Daisy up or up see Daisy up uh, see up see Daisy up up see. Sorry, I'm having trouble getting out of this. I'm in a word circle. See Daisy, don't say up up. See Daisy, don't say p p u backwards. Scoots, thank you. So it's a podcast which puts you at ease. Take your mind off stuff. Doesn't work for everybody. If you're new, give it a few tries. No pressure. No pressure at all. No pressure to fall asleep. No pressure to like the podcast. It's here for you to try out. But give it a few tries. A lot, a lot of listeners say, hey, if the first time I didn't know what was going on, there's some, and uh, it, 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 this is fine to call me this, some buffoon talking upsy-daisy nonsense. But then they said, then the next thing I knew, I fell asleep. So maybe that'll be you. I hope it is. You know, podcast is free, you know, free to try and then optional to support it via our sponsors or, or, or listener support. So no pressure at all. Upsy Daisy is so calm here. Makes me feel lazy, Upsy Daisy. See how, see how I did that? So give it a shot. Give it a try. See how it goes. I appreciate you coming by. I say this every time. I really work hard. 
because uh, they really want to help you fall asleep, asleep, uh, like not a streep, a Meryl Streep. Uh, Upsy Daisy, were you ever pay, played by Meryl Streep? Upsy Daisy's asleep. Okay, well, uh, really yearn, I really work hard, and I really want to help you fall asleep. Uh, so thanks a lot. Uh, good night. Uh, hey, you will night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what am I going to attempt to, 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 to do? Is to say, uh, what am I going to is first pronounce it going to attempt to do? What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, uh, physical feelings, uh, emotions, you know, changes, uh, travel, schedules. Uh, temp- temperature, that's one, you know, t- temperature, temperature fluctuation, not a temp- temperature fluctuations or non fluctuate, you know, just a steady temperature, whatever's keeping me awake. I'd like to take your mind off that. What I'm going to do or the way I'm going to try to establish a safe place, one, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these creaky, dulcet tones, uh, pointless meanders, like natural or what's the difference between natural and organic when it comes to uh, accidents? The organic accident, uh, the the uh, what's the other word? I said? accidental to because there was the accidental tourist. If that was a movie, like uh, when I I think when I was a kid. Or maybe not. I don't, but anyway, like uh, organic or natural mispronunciations. I, I guess you could say accidental. And like, uh, if you're new here, let me like one. I hope you're. I, I'm glad you're here. That's one thing. Welcoming. I'm patting it. I haven't said this in a while. I'm smoothing. I'm rubbing. I'm smoothing. I'm patting it down. Safe place. Uh, it's a safe place. It's here just for for you. And structure-wise, if you're new, I'll do this one fast. First five minutes, six minutes of the show is business because we gotta gotta have it up front. It's a sleep podcast. If you're new, you maybe you weren't even listening. You were just kind of like, "What is this?" Uh, if you're a regular listener, tomorrow when you put your hand on the fridge or your finger on the coffee maker, uh, say, "Geez, what was who sponsored sleep with me last night?" Let me look that up on my phone. Or try to remember the mystery bard song. That way, you could, you, that way you could keep. You know, that's what helps keep the show going, pays the bills, and keeps our giant archives free. So it's the first five or six minutes. Then there's a twelve to fifteen minute intro, which we're a few minutes into here. Kind of a show within a show, at the beginning of a show or towards the beginning of a show about a show. Where I can explain how the podcast works. It's familiar. You know, it's part of establishing a safe place, you know, where I'm like, even though I don't always say I'm patting and rubbing it down, you know, it's kind of important, you know, like no offense to like, uh, this is like a concierge level safe place. It's been padded and rubbed down. And I, even when I do it, I do it with a flourish. I say safe place, you know. So that's another part of the sale. I don't know. What was I talking about? Like, like establishing a safe place. Oh, that's what the intro is. 
And usually I try to find a metaphor that explains the podcast. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, then we'll have the episode proper where we'll be talking about Game of Thrones. And then we'll have uh, maybe some facts about the episode, Tom and Pounce, and prayers to old gods in the news. These are pretty long episodes. And then some thank yous at the very end. So you have plenty of time to fall asleep. Those are the two things about this podcast. It's a podcast that you only kind of need to listen to. You know, you don't have to, like, really pay attention. And uh, what else? Uh, it's a podcast you only need to kind of listen to. And, uh, like, I already got mixed up. Oh, and it's, you shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here the whole time to keep you company. Ideally... You know, I'll distract you from whatever's keeping you awake and kind of escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep or be in your presence or, you know, just be the breeze on the wind. Uh, you know, some breeze taking your mind or whatever, you know, blowing through the candles and your, you know, whatever, however that song goes. You know, I'll be here to keep you coming. I'm your boyfriend. And so that's it. You don't need to listen, but you don't, you're not under any pressure to fall asleep. Um, I'm here to create a safe place, a metaphor for the podcast. So those are the, that's the only thing I don't have handy right now. Uh, so let me try to explain, like, like this podcast started when, because as a kid I listened, I couldn't sleep. I really, uh, I've been an overthinker. And I don't think it's proactive, actually. Like, I, I, I still, as a, like an adult, I still haven't totally gotten, you know, I'm trying to develop the tools I need uh, to live, a, like, to flourish and, and be like a, but, but I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm, working, I'm a work in progress. For a while, I was think I was I stagnated. And, you know, that kind of happens every two, two or three days. And I say, okay, let me get back on this uh but when I was a kid, you know, I didn't have, I didn't, you can't, when you're a kid, you know, you can't, you know, you're kind of developing toolbox, you know, without knowing how to make tools or whatever, a healthy set, you know, whatever a person that knows what they're talking about would say, you know, you're dealing with some limitations. And so I couldn't sleep because I had, and one of the main reasons I couldn't sleep was because I had a lot of challenges at school uh, because uh, I just did. And that would keep me up at night. And then I, what would keep me up was like, okay, now, now I'm going to be tired for school. And then I'd be like, well, why can't I just, why can't you just flick a switch and go to sleep? Isn't that what we're all dealing with right now for, for a lot of times? Why can't I just flick a switch and go to sleep? And then I would like start thinking about, well, you know, I don't want to put any ideas in your head. You know, but like uh, it was a challenge for me to sleep even as a kid. And there was this radio show called The Dr. Demento Show. I've talked about, I talk about it in intros on and off. It was a comedy radio show. There was a lot of parody songs, and uh, Dr. Demento was kind of a silly DJ. And they would have, have guests. And, and honestly, the, 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 the show itself, the content is kind of, uh, it's gotten a little cobwebby in my mind. But I'll never forget what it did for me because it made me laugh. It made me feel relaxed and safe. And it transported me away from my bedroom uh, to a silly place, uh, my, you know, where, where uh, Weird Al, you know, floats on the air with an accordion. You know, so grateful for that. And it was only on once a week and it was on Sunday nights. Uh, but it just gave me something at bedtime uh, to not dread, to look forward to. 
uh, to distract me and to inject some levity, uh, I think. And, and that's the kind of things I hope to do with this podcast. Uh, you know, say, hey, like, uh, maybe give you some space to breathe. Because if you're having trouble falling asleep, it's tough. And like I said, I wish I could just, like, I wish I was like, okay, I'm going to start counting down from 20. And it would instantly work. That would be the fair thing that you deserve to say, okay, when I get to one, you'll hear a ticking clock. And then, you you know, tomorrow you'll wake up at whatever, 6.45 or whatever time you're supposed to be up. I wish that for you. But this is an alternative, and this is what worked for me as a kid, to, to take my mind off stuff with silly bedtime stories. And when I discovered podcasts, uh, one of the things I use podcasts for, I don't think I've talked about this in an intro. Let me see if I can talk about it in three minutes. You know, right away, one of the things I use, two, two of the things I use podcasts for is one, being in the car. I've always had a lot of delivery jobs, delivering things or driving things. And then two, running. Two things, if you're stuck in traffic, nothing better than a podcast, even back in the beginning of days of podcasting. And then running. I loathe running. But, uh, you know, when I'm doing it, it's something that I can do uh, that uh, helps keep me healthy. But I just uh, greatly dislike it. And very similar to bedtime. One of the reasons is because I'm thinking about, geez, how much longer do I got to run for? Holy freaking cow. Am I, am I running fast enough? Am I running too slow? It, well, then how's my pace? What, like, it was, uh, and I'm thinking a lot. So having a podcast listening, Script Notes is my favorite podcast to run to, though it only comes out once a week. So sometimes I can listen to it for two runs. Uh, but it just gives me something. Like my brain can still chatter, but it can chatter as I listen to Script Notes. And, and it just distracts me. It gives me, I don't know, it gives me a little relief from myself, I guess is what I mean. And so to be honest, I don't know if the podcast can serve those roles for you. Be a little bit silly, add a little levity. You make bedtime something, you say, hey, well, at least I got Scoots. Scoots is going to be there with some silly stuff, and that'll take my mind off, keep me, keep me company. And I hear from listeners, and I make this show complete. I mean, believe me, the Game of Thrones episodes, uh, they take like two or three times the work of a no, normal sleep with me episode, because uh, there's a lot of work on, on the last uh, two or three segments. Uh, and I know people listen to them because I was that little kid in that room listening to Doctor Demento till the very end. So if you can't fall asleep, I'll be here to keep you company and to give you a little bit of fun. So, you know, I, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. It's different. And it's a little bit strange and, you know, a little bit odd. And like a lot of listeners uh, say, Gee, it took two or three times for me listening to even, uh, you know, to, to, to get a handle on what it was. So I hope it works for you. Give it a few tries. It doesn't work for everybody. If it doesn't work for you, I apologize. I'm sorry. I wish it did. Because uh, they appreciate that you want to get a good night's sleep. I know what that's like. I've been there in the deep, dark night tossing and turning. So I appreciate you coming by. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. It's your first few times here. And I appreciate all of you that come back every single night. I love all of you. And I work very hard. I strive and I yearn from the deepest. What is that? The y'alls or whatever's deep, the deepest part of me to help you fall asleep. So thanks for giving me the opportunity. Uh, good night.
Uh, hey, you get up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, physical sensations, emotions, travel, changes, you're on a trip or someone else is on a trip or you're just, you know, you just can't get comfortable. Uh, whatever is keeping you awake, that's what the safe place is. It's a place where I can distract you uh, via, you know, uh, rambling, uh, talking about Game of Thrones. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use the lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Pointless meanders, you know, like uh, they'll do like that. I'll, you know, uh, word tripping, sloppy words. If I if I ever said that before, I got words. I think I've used word slobber before, but sloppy words. Uh, you know, speaking with like uh, my mouth's empty, but uh, too many mouthfuls of uh, of uh, word. You know, like. <laughs> I've got so many words I can't even come up with one to explain what I'm trying to explain. But if you're new, I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use these creaky dulcet tones. I'm going to try to use a slow pace, and I'm going to try to be here. Uh, be at your bedside or across the room, in your earbuds, or across your speaker, under your pillow, whatever works for you. I'll be here to keep you company. Until you fall asleep or whatever, you know, however best I can serve you, you know, via this strange uh, digital thingamajig we got going. Uh, here's something that has nothing to do with anything. Whatchamacallit. Let's get, maybe I could talk about that. Uh, that's a candy bar. But if you're new here, let me set this up first. So if you're new, here's the structure of the show. At the top of the podcast, we got five or six minutes of business. That's how we keep the podcast free. And all the archives, 560-something episodes, free. Uh, without the, the patrons and the sponsors, uh, there wouldn't be a podcast. Uh, but if you're new, it's not super important. You know, test the podcast out. If you listen regularly, you know, that's what keeps the podcast here is the people that participate in those things. But if you're new, that's the beginning. It's kind of a necessity for a sleep podcast to have that at the top. Then we have an intro. This is not a necessity. It's like a 12-minute intro or so where I ramble and kind of display my, you know, my ability to not make any sense. And you can kind of say, huh, this kind of takes my mind off of stuff, uh, but I don't really need to listen. So then you can say, well, okay, this is a podcast that keeps me company that I don't need to listen to that's kind of barely entertaining. Uh, okay, I think I get it, or maybe I need to listen a few more times. If you want to cut straight to the um, Game of Thrones stuff, the uh, timestamp, like estimated timestamp, is in the uh, show notes. Uh, but yeah, tonight we'll be talking. Then after the intro, we'll talk about the episode of Game of Thrones, any facts that came up. Uh, talk to Tom and Pounce, old gods and the new, and we'll say some thank yous. Uh, but that's that's the podcast. It's a podcast to put you to sleep, but you're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here to keep you company. And it's a podcast, so like I said, you don't have to totally pay attention to.
But yeah, there was there's this candy bar called Whatchamacallit. I think some people might know it. it's it's in the U.S. and uh, I, I think I like it. It's not like uh, it's not the most pop- no offense Whatchamacallit, but you're not the most popular candy bar. Let me just see if I can guess. I think it has it's a chocolate on the outside. I think it has rice crisps in there and caramel and. Uh, like, um, hmm, maybe that's it, like rice crisp and caramel, maybe some nougat. It's made up of, like, a lot of rice crisps, though, like the crunchy stuff. Like, I think puffed rice is what it is. And I don't know anything about the history. That could be a podcast, the history of candy bars uh, brought to you by Hershey. We've never heard of those other candy. You say, well, what about this kid? Never heard of it. Uh, this is the uh, essential history of candy bars uh, by Hershey's. You say, well, what about this one? I had it never existed. That candy. No, no. It's an NPR style show where we talk about the essential history of candy bars. Uh, and then uh, I was, I remember I was watching a taping of uh, We Got This podcast, and, and someone was, one of their guests was talking about how milk chocolate in Europe is much more tasty. So, but we wouldn't talk about that on the Hershey, you know, the essential history of, uh, Candy bar. We say, no, no, no. Only our, you know, never heard of that European milk. We're talking about milk chocolate. The only milk chocolate that's good is the ones covered in this history lesson. I guess it could be branded content. So, but, but one episode, I guess, would be dedicated to the whatchamacallit, you know, depending on how much they pay. But this podcast is free, so we don't have to worry about it. And also, I don't have any facts. Even if they were branded facts, I wouldn't know. I don't even know what the ingredient is. It's like a strange label, too. It's like a grayish-brown uh, package, and then it says whatchamacallit on there, and then it's a company that owns it, which I assume is the Big H, but I'm not positive. And I think I, I mean, I know I like that candy bar. I don't know if I went through any, like, phases. Uh, I love saying it, whatchamacallit. And I think in the 80s they did have an ad playing on that. You say, well, what's your favorite candy bar? Uh, whatchamacallit. It would fit just in with this package. They should be a sponsor, actually. Say, uh, whatchamacallit, that's my favorite, like, still play, play on, like, the who's on first humor. And I don't know if it was a witty branding thing or, like, maybe a celebrity, you know, because they think of, like, a lot of candy. But now, this might be based on just my ignorance, more than likely. But uh, I think, you know, most candy bars are named by baseball players that were on, like, the New York Seals and the uh, Brooklyn Dodgers. Like, almost all candy bars were named by... Uh, Baseball players, you know, like baseball players like Soupy Sam and Tin Can Foil. And I think that's so that that probably is how it got its name. It said, Tin Can, Soupy, you know, Tin Can, what did you just pitch to no hitter? And they'd be smoking also. I think they usually smoke cigarettes and had had a cocktail. And they'd like say, well, and I'm having this, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, they freaking paid me to eat this. And they say, change the name. If Tin Can Soupy or whatever, uh, you know, that's the name of the candy bar now. Who would have thought you would turn into a sleep podcast for fake news about candy bars? So like, uh, holy moly. But I do, like, I was trying to think, like, I, 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 like my candy bar obsession, I was just obsessed with the score bar. I don't even know how to spell score bar, S-K-I-O-R maybe, uh, and then I burned myself out of that one. Like, I was obsessed with it when I had a paper out and I could afford to buy them. 
then I eat too many. So I'll never, I don't know if I'll ever have one of those again. And then, uh, in high school, I was like when I, or maybe middle school, uh, the, there was a corner store by our school. So they had Charleston chews. I ate a lot of Charleston chews. Uh, but it, like I did, I think I do have an affinity for what you might call it. There's also a hundred grand. That's another underrated candy bar. And, uh, like here's the thing about candy bars like that. Like something, you know, how, how often you get a whatchamacallit on Halloween? I mean, come on. Like, how about that? Uh, you don't, you can't get a snack size, uh, whatchamacallit. Not that I know of. Like a hundred grand, you occasionally would. And then some of the other ones, we'll cover all this on the history, the, the uh, official, what did I say? The essential history candy bars, uh, recorded live at a big H park. Uh, uh, we cover all the history, the, all, all the history candy bars. Uh, but yeah, so that's the podcast. So in ideally the, whatchamacallit commercial would be kind of like the breakfast conversation about this podcast, but for real. You'd say, well, what was that thing Scoots was talking about? I don't know. He kept saying, you know, whatchamacallit, the, uh, the thing you stick in your feet to get your shoe on. He kept, he said, whatchamacallit, that thing, uh, you mean a shoehorn? Yeah. And then he was pretending, then he was talking about foghorn leghorn. And then I think I fell asleep. I don't know. You look so, like, devastating today. Oh, boy, you look great. I say, oh, thanks, honey. You do too. I, 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 I didn't even know he was talking about foghorn leghorn, huh? Yeah, he was saying he would like to create a foghorn leghorn shoehorn, and I think that's what he was talking about. Though he could have been talking about uh, uh, paper planes. I can't remember which one, or uh, or bo- I think maybe he was talking about a bottle brush. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, boy. Let's go. What a day I'm so ready to take on today because I slept so good because I had scoots. And I can't wait to drive to work and listen to that candy bar podcast he was talking about. Oh, that doesn't exist because the uh, scoots actually fought. He used that. The, the, he's coming out with the, the uh, inside the essential. Like he's That was a, a strategy because he was trying to break up the uh, candy monopolies. So he was undercover doing that podcast, and now he's going to do a podcast about that. What's he going to call it? He's calling a candy bar undercover. Well, I think I thought he already wrote some uh, erotic fiction about that, about candy bars. Uh, or maybe I was asleep. Maybe that was a dream. Oh, that Scoots, he's having you dream erotically candy bars. What a, what a gem. And by the way, uh, excuse me, couple, enjoy your breakfast. Thanks for that uh, great podcast. Uh, but by the way, Candy Bar Undercover is uh, going to be trademarked. And just to reassure all you, it will be in- available in both forms. Uh, my undercover investigative podcast, it's imaginary. And, uh, you know, Anna is a uh, after dark story, Candy Bar Undercover. Uh, that, that's all I have so far, but I'm working on it. And that's the that's the intro. Like, uh, so if you're new, give the podcast a few tries. This isn't for everybody, you know. I got creaky dulcet tones, and I talk about strange stuff. I go off topic. I take forever to get there. You know, I'm I'm usually sorely mistaken when I t- you know. But it, like, uh, it's done with the greatest of heartfelt uh, desire to help you. Like the people this podcast can help, I'm so happy it does. 
a lot of people say it starts working on their second or their third try. So I hope it helps you because I've been there and able to sleep. Uh, so as they say in every opening, I appreciate you coming by. And I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, thanks.